0: dedicated to George R.R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire book series. This is really, I, like, I thought about you a lot after I watched this episode, and I was really disappointed that you missed out on it. And the
1: HBO Game of Thrones franchises.
0: Well, I do know that the one emotion that comes to most people's minds when they think about me is, in fact, disappointment. So thank you very much for that. <laughs> You're listening to Before the Dragon. Don't tell me what to Do, 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 do. do.
1: If his heart's not in it, he can't complete. If his heart's not in it, he can't complete. He can fix him. If his heart's not in it, know, not in it. he can't complete. Can him. If his heart his heart's not in it, he can't complete. He can fix him. If in fact he did
0: go impotent, he
1: can't complete. He can and fix
0: him. If in fact he did go impotent, he can't complete. He can and fix
1: him. If in fact he did go impotent, his heart's not in it. He can fix him. That's a demon. That's a demon problem. And if his heart's not in it, he can't can fix him. Fix him. She, can fix fact, she, can, she can fix fact, can't she can, she can fix him. Fact, can his him. his heart's not he in he 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 can, She can fix he can't complete that the payment block. She can't fix him. You he can't complete that payment She can't fix
0: Welcome back to Before the Dragon. I had planned for this to be a much longer podcast originally, however, I had invited a whole slew of people and no one showed up. They all had problems with work, or the holidays, or health, and, you know, I get that. It's a strange time of year, and uh, this House of the Dragon season 2 teaser trailer was kind of a nice little early holiday gift for us although now when i think about it probably it's just that nobody wants to podcast with me anymore and who can blame them i mean look at me my name is matt murdick you can call me mushroom cuz i'm dressed like a jester or at least i'm wearing a jester hat if you're watching us on the youtube and today we will be talking a little bit about the season 2 teaser that came out Last weekend, the first weekend of December 2023, in case you're catching this video or audio podcast much, much later. By the way, I want to hear what you thought about the trailer too, so be sure to tweet at the letter B, the number 4, the Dragon Pod, on the site formerly known as Twitter. I guess I should say post to me. Or you can send emails to mattsaudioblog at gmail.com, M-A-T-T-S at gmail.com. Or you can find the video version of these podcasts on our YouTube channel. It's the same spelling as the X postings. You can do at the letter B, the number 4, the dragon pod, youtube.com, slash at the letter B, the number 4, the dragon pod, and find me there. Leave comments on the videos we would love to hear from you in that way. Hit that subscribe button, like those videos, hit that subscribe button, and please hit that notification bell also, because podcasts around here are a little sporadic, so you want to be sure to know when the next one is coming out, and you'll have a heads up over most of the audio audience who just find the new one in their feed, you know, two or three months later after I dropped it, or two or three months after it's relevant, because I'm a little behind on keeping up with things. I'm so happy that you are here with me now, though. I really appreciate you. I do want to hear your feedback, what you thought of the season two trailer. We've got a little bit of a poll coming up in just a little bit also to review and see how the people across the site formerly known as Twitter felt about the new teaser trailer, which is now several days old. As is true to form, I'm a little behind on keeping up with the news, but first, rather than playing the actual trailer, which I'm not sure if I can actually legally do, I'm going to give you a recap of what happens in the trailer in about 65
1: seconds. Here we go. For the Greens. the second marches towards his throne and sits on it, as well as appearing bored at a council meeting. Otto Hightower admits that some mistakes were made shortly after Viserys' death. Perhaps he means Lord Beesbury getting an oral canal and had spent surgery from Dr. Christian Cole. Queen Mother Alicent looks resplendent as she tells us that everyone is going to die, blows out a lighting stick, looks out over a lake in white, and finds herself in the middle of a highly motivated throng. Christian Cole looks like he may have gotten a promotion as he chops off heads, rides into battle, and beats people up. Eamon stares at the throne that is backlit with lightning, flies his dragon, and Vegar flies over a battlefield. Helena looks like she's in mourning and in another shot has an unwelcome visitor. For the blacks, Rhaenyra looks over Shipbreaker Bay distraught, sits at a table looking queenly, sits over a war council, stares across a beach at someone else with a dragon, gets some sage advice from Rhaenys about wars between kin, especially using dragons, and flies a dragon herself. Daemon grabs his helmet, takes a sword swing, and sits atop a dragon in a cave. Bela shows up her vocal talents from above on a dragon, and Rhaenys gives the advice that we'd already talked about odds and ends a boat landing who is following sea smoke is that eric or Arik fighting battle staging banners and sigils lots of banners and sigils battles with fire from above is that the knight's watch is that a bracken swinging a sword is that a funeral possession looks like a great season ahead
0: just had a few topics lined up for our podcast panel uh, which became a panel of one me first of all the overall impression of the trailer I was very impressed with it I thought it looked good uh, clearly they've already been working very well on some effect shots there's not a whole lot of footage in here so they were able to turn that around from whenever they wrapped filming pretty quickly I suppose and uh, some of the stuff I'm pretty sure was filmed back in the summer so they've had quite a bit of time to fill some of that stuff in as well but all the dragon shots looked good all the locales looked good as usual the costuming and everything that is the way that you expect that world to be looks absolutely fantastic the shots aren't quite as dark As it seems like most of season one was, I have a complaint about that, but that may be partially my eyes as well. If you're watching the YouTube, you can see how my ring light and my computer screen are both just reflecting ridiculously off of my glasses because that's how thick they are. That's how much I need these readers. They're not really sight glasses, but they are readers because... I'm getting old, folks. In fact, I'm getting too old for this. I don't know if I'll be able to finish this series simply because at the rate that they're going, where it's going to be every two years, hopefully that will change. It seems like they're already going to get ready for Season 3 here pretty soon. But, you know, at the rate things are going, uh, a lot of the shows that I started that have these two-year gaps due to either strikes or the pandemic or what have you, or just plain old keeping production value just for six episodes... I will probably be uh, too old. I'm already too old to be relevant, but I may be too old to even be narcissistic enough to care whether you hear my voice or not by that point. But back to the trailer. I will uh, just give it a great score of about a 9 out of a 10, just because it made me feel very excited for Season 2 coming up, which will be coming in the early summer of... 2024 we haven't gotten any more specific dates yet but hopefully we will get a more specific date soon and i'm sure that we will get another full trailer about two months before the season airs that's usually the way that those go as far as just teasers go this really gave you a good taste there were a lot of great shots in it most of which are kind of spoilery to really discuss So I'm going to save that for a special section at the end of this podcast, just in case you're one of those people who only watch the television show, have no interest in reading George's words. I get that. I hear you. And oftentimes this podcast does dive into book stuff. And so this time you get a break and you don't have to listen to me try to scramble dancing around spoilers or listen to me tell you to go away because I'm going to spoil you. That'll all come at the end. Now, there are some interesting questions about this trailer, and again, this is stuff that you can come up with the just the TV version of the show. If you notice that Kristen Cole, in his first shot in this teaser, has the Hand of the King chain around his neck. What does that mean? Well, evidently it means that either there are two hands of the king, or at that point in the story, wherever that shot is from, Otto Hightower is no longer the hand of the king. So that's kind of a spoiler right there in itself, isn't it? But just knowing the fact that that chain exists for Otto Hightower in season one, and seeing it on Kristen Cole in season two, it makes you think, well, something's going to happen there. What does it mean exactly? Who knows? Is Otto going to die? Who knows? Well, I know, but I'm not going to say here. Is Otto just going to retire and go back to the high tower and live the high life uh, because he's tired of all this dragon crap? Maybe that's the case. Another thing that was really interesting was the shots of Helena and I'm not going to go too much into that here but you can see one shot of her with the veil kind of a a veil over her and a lot of people online are saying that's because she's mourning. Who is she mourning is the question to ask if you're a non-book reader uh, or is she mourning anybody? Is she just uh, looking especially sophisticated to go down and have some, you know, some kind of festival or something like that? But the other shot that, of her in there, she sees this guy, uh, looks like he's a little shorter than her, and he's holding a knife to her face. Maybe he's just because he's more further in the background, but that scared me a little bit. I mean, it doesn't matter whether your team black or team green I don't suppose nobody likes to see anybody die you know especially if we're starting to invest time in these characters so hopefully she will survive the encounter that she's having there and justice will be served I thought Olivia looked great as Allison in all her shots I thought Emma Darcy looked great in all their shots being Rhaenyra. Not much. Matt Smith and Damon Targaryen in this trailer. Just like three fleeting shots, really. And there's a lot to be said in those shots, but not much in terms of quantity. Quality, I would say, is good. Quantity is below spec for me. I want more Matt Smith. Hopefully, we'll get a lot more of Daemon Targaryen in the full-length trailer that we'll get a couple months before the show comes out. And those are really my comments. All that I have that I can say without talking about spoilers. And we're going to get to that in a little bit. But I thought it might be fun, and it would have been really fun if all of my fellow panelists were here right now. But it would have been really fun if we would just give our top five shots from the trailer. Our, you know, they could be our five most favorite, or they could be our five, you know, just most epic, or however you want to categorize it. In fact, why don't you categorize it and send me your top five shots as well. Once again, on the site formerly known as Twitter, send posts to at the letter B, the number four, the dragon pod, Use that same spelling for YouTube. Find this video and leave comments on it. Or on any video and leave comments on it. I check the comments on all of the videos quite often. In fact, we'll have a little bit of a comment from my last podcast coming up here in a little bit. But hit that like button. Please subscribe so that you are counted among those who are here with us. And of course, hit that notification bell so that we can let you know when a new podcast drops, you'll know before anybody else. Because the videos typically only come out a couple hours after the audio podcast does, and therefore, you know, unless you're checking your feed all of the time for an audio podcast, you're going to know that a new video has dropped, which means a new podcast has dropped. And even if you don't watch the video, at least then you'll know to check your audio feed. We've made great strides, by the way. I think we're in the top 30 of the before or the house of the dragon podcast right now which is rare for me i'm used to being you know somewhere down around 70 or 80 so thanks for really bumping up the listenership from my last podcast or subscribing or what have you that helps always helps out a lot we love talking about house of the dragon around here just not very often and so it's it's hard to stay subscribed to us i understand that because your space is being used for other things but we we are glad you're still here and we definitely want to hear from you so give me your top five shots from this teaser and i'm about to give you mine Okay, I lied a little bit here because I actually have two honorable mentions outside looking ins or whatever, but we're going to go through our top five shots after I mention these two honorable mentions. My first honorable mention is Queen Allison telling us that many will die. It almost like she's just sitting there casually on her chair and saying, Yeah, we're all going to die. Love it. Uh, That's just the perfect way to take it. It's kind of like looking at the world the way it is today and understanding that if we make it to 2036, we're going to be pretty lucky. That's the way I'm seeing it right now. So hopefully uh, Alicent is wrong. Not many will die. But by the looks of the other shots in the trailer, it looks like there's definitely some armies moving towards each other and battling in some of these shots. And so that looks pretty ominous You know, I think that Allison might be right. So that's one honorable mention shot. My next honorable mention shot is Damon grabbing his helmet. It's very simple. It's very sweet. Damon is miffed or he's getting ready to go to war. Uh, Not quite as epic as when he used that helmet to beat the crap out of a messenger in Episode 3 of Season 1. But still very effective in the fact that Damon is on the move and it, he is always scary to me when he's on the move now as to where he was I've heard different things across the internet that some people think that maybe he was at Heron Hall now that's a book thing so I don't know is he at Dragonstone or is he at Heron Hall you all let me know where he is there That's our two honorable mentions. Let's get to my number five. My number five is that shot that looks like it's in the north. There's snow. There's a bunch of people moving. I couldn't tell what was in the background of that shot. It just looked like sky to me. I thought I saw somebody say that it's the wall. I don't know if it's the wall or not. Don't care whether it's the wall or not. I do believe that this is the Night's Watch. This is very interesting to me because I feel like that maybe because we do know that some of the story from the books goes up there or is talked about briefly in the books that we might see some of that part of the story which makes sense in the terms of the timeline chronology. But I also wonder if perhaps because we've made this whole thing about Rhaenyra being Queen We've made it about the White Walkers. The fact of Aegon's prophecy or what have you. Aegon's dream. And so, might we see some White Walkers in action next season? I hope they wouldn't go too far into that. But it would be fun. Uh, The cold open of the very premiere episode of Game of Thrones was done so well. And I loved that. But... Now that we as a television audience already know what the White Walkers look like and they've gotten probably better at doing them and everything, it might be fun to see slaughter of a few Night's Watch soldiers by some White Walkers somewhere in the season, next season, just to remind us that that's what this is all about. That's enough about number five. Number four is Rhaenyra looking over ship. Bay. That's the bay that uh, you see Storm's End at. She's on the other side of the shore there. She's looking down at, I believe, Storm's End, and that would make that Shipbreaker Bay. That's also where Lucerys fell off his dragon, thanks to a, just a little bit of a motivation given by Amon and, and Vhagar, right? So, she looks very distraught there. Emma Darcy, they are doing fantastic acting there. I cannot give this person kudos enough for taking on this role which is enigmatic and problematic and wonderful and terrible. If you read the books, you know what I am saying. Uh, If you know, you know. And so far, both Millie Alcock in the younger version and Emma Darcy in this present-day version have done a fantastic job playing Rhaenyra. It made me want to jump in there and, and look for Lucerys myself. Poor girl. She was really distraught over that. My th- number three... My number three is Vhagar flying over a battlefield looks like there's a battle going on there now is Vagar the one that delivered the fire that was over you know going through all of that stuff not sure kind of doubt it but we do know that Vagar is part of a battle that would of course be aemon who is flying Vagar uh because we saw him take Vagar early in well midway through season one and use Vagar at the end of season one. So, Vagar is definitely on the hunt there, fighting for someone. Fighting for the greens, obviously. But is that mostly the greens that we're seeing in that shot? Possibly so. So, I feel like that that's a, a, a pretty good indication. By the way, if you're a book reader, you probably already know what battle this is that's being depicted here. But I'll say no more for now until we get to The book reader section. My number two is Helena in mourning. That's what I'm saying is that she's got this little sheath over her face because she is in mourning and she doesn't look very happy. There's kind of like ashes and stuff so it may be some kind of cremation ceremony for whoever has passed away. Um, beautiful shot of her it's just uh, captures my heart you know it's just one of those things where it's like Helena to me she was kind of an oddball in season one and seeing the other shot of her with that gentleman holding the knife to her cheek I worry for the girl because she seems already a kind of a little fragile so we'll have to see what this whole incident does for her is it possible that it's connected that this shot of her and that shot from her being looks like being held captive or something like that are they connected if you're a tv show person only that's a question to ask and that brings me to my number one the iron throne backlit with lightning that's right No characters in the shot. Well, I mean, technically, I guess it's Eamon who's looking at it when that's happening. But I thought that shot was so great because it kind of demonstrates the power, the ominousness. Say that three times real fast. The foreboding. And I feel like it's forecasting great trouble ahead for whoever's sitting on that throne. Be it a black... Or a green and so I just love the symbolism and the power of that shot it was the one thing where I went ooh I think everybody's gonna like that and it seems to me as I've looked across the internet that is one thing that everybody seems to agree on that they like now I still have trouble reconciling the two throne room sets between the original Game of Thrones series and this series, I keep looking at it saying, okay, how does this one in House of the Dragon become that one in Game of Thrones? And those swords still bother me. All those little swords around, I'm not exactly sure why that choice was made. I haven't really liked it all that much ever since I first saw it in the very first teaser trailer, I believe for season 1. Nonetheless, The Throne has reclaimed the throne as the number 1 shot for me in this trailer. What did you think of my list? How would yours be different? Please let me know by sending posts ...to me on the site formerly known as Twitter... ...at the letter B, the number 4... ...the Dragon Pod... ...all strung together... ...use that exact same spelling for our YouTube channel... ...and leave comments on our videos... ...youtube.com... ...slash... ...at the letter B, the number 4... ...the Dragon Pod... ...you can always send emails... ...matsaudioblog at gmail.com... M A T T S ...audioblog at gmail.com... ...you can also use that same spelling just put a .com behind it instead of an at gmail.com, and you find the website where you'll find all of the podcasts that I'm doing right now. That includes covering the final season of The Crown, and back earlier this fall, we also covered The Wheel of Time. If you're into that series, we covered the Amazon Season 2 of that, which I thoroughly enjoyed, although as a book reader, I had a little bit of a problem with. Mentioned checking your response earlier, so this constitutes our feedback section for the non-book reader section. Put a poll up just recently. This poll is still very early on. But I asked, which of these apply to you most? And it's a fill-in-the-blank poll. The House of the Dragon Season 2 teaser made me blank for that season to be coming in 2024. The choices were very excited, excited, somewhat excited, not very excited. Again, these results are early, but it looks like 63.6% of you are very excited by the trailer, 27.3% excited by the trailer, and 9.1% of you not very excited at all. There was no one that's kind of met on this. I guess either you like it or you don't. We're going to be talking starting night now after this little break, we're going to be talking about things that are specifically in George R. R. Martin's Fire and Blood. So if you're a person who doesn't want to know that, doesn't want to have any forward knowledge of this season, well, I've probably already ruined a couple of things for you by telling you what struck me about the trailer, but hopefully I won't tell you any more specifics because you'll turn off the podcast and if you don't turn off the podcast, I'll see you on the other side. If you do turn off the podcast, I thank you very much for taking the time to listen. Once again, I am Matt. And on behalf of all of this huge host of hosts along with me here, thank you very much for joining us. And we'll talk to you soon. Dedicated to George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire book series. But there's just one word to sum up Stannis.
1: And the HBO Game of Thrones franchises.
0: And that is fewer. Uh,
1: <laughs> everything, everything
0: for him. I love is... it. I love it so much. You're listening to Before the Dragon. Don't tell me what to do. Do, do. do, 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 do. Okay, last warning. Last, 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 last warning. Specific book spoilers coming into play here as we get into this section. This is your last chance to bail out, and otherwise you have no one else to blame but yourself, because I have warned you thoroughly. So, the big battle that looks like at least a few of the shots are from is the Battle of Rooks Rest, and we know that that is where um, a couple of the blacks, one of our favorite dragons and one of our favorite... Targaryens meets their end. And I am going to specifically say this, but I just thought I'd be vague one last time to give anybody who just wants to be spoiled, but didn't realize they really wanted to be spoiled, a chance to leave. But rest in peace, Rainys and Maelys, this season. Evidently, we're going to see them go away. Unless they change it. And somehow she survives. The fall. As she's fighting Sunfire in Vagar kind of would take the drama out of it wouldn't it to me it was always kind of ridiculous that aemon came away with very little damage a couple broken ribs right uh and aegon he suffered some damage of course he ends up getting burned really badly part of his armor gets melted into his arm and all of that stuff but it just i guess because rainies and and melees were on the bottom of the pile when they all came crashing to earth i guess that's why she dies um even though they never really identified the body right because when these dragons fell there's just flame everywhere and uh everything gets burnt and just chaos somehow Amon survives that Hmm. i don't know but there's a lot of shots in here that are happening that way but because of that you can kind of pinpoint some of the other things that you see in the trailer as well. Things that will happen before it. Obviously, the Helena thing is blood and cheese. And we did get some feedback regarding that in my last podcast. Actually, it showed up on the YouTube. Gene on YouTube commented about the Dunkin' Egg series being greenlit, as well as about blood and cheese saying, Glad the Dunkin' Egg has been greenlit, but I have lost interest. It's been so long since the season finale of House of the Dragon, and the writing strike was way after that. I am obsessed with The Song of Ice and Fire, but the ending of Game of Thrones killed me, and waiting for the second season is ridiculous. Don't care about the Sea Snake show. Was interested in the Nymeria show, but we don't need another girl power show. Whoa! Whoa! Jean goes on to say, and Jon Snow? Why? To fix the ending of what could have been the best show of all time? I just hope I'm alive for winds of winter. I still read the books over and over trying to think of my own ending because I know winter is never coming. But if blood and cheese are in episode one, I've changed my mind. I'm in. Not sure about the girl power show comment. I, I've never been bothered by those. In fact, I've never even thought to call it that. I've never looked at a show as that one way or another. It's Is a character good or is a character bad to me? And as far as the strikes go, the actor's strike didn't really affect it at all because it was a different union and a different production company, I believe. Obviously, some members of the writing staff do belong to the WGA, so that might have been an issue. But it looks like everything got filmed, so we're all good with that. That wasn't the key part of the delay. And I'm not saying that these shows aren't going to happen, either. The Sea Snake or the Nymeria show. It's just that they have not been greenlit. They could still be in development. Now, as far as Blood and Cheese goes, I didn't think that it was going to get to that so quickly in the beginning of the season. But I I went back and I read the Dying of Dragons section of Fire and Blood... And realize that, yeah, right after Luceris is killed, that's pretty much when Blood and Cheese happens. Just shortly after that, I, you know, Damon reaches out to Messaria, who is still questionable whether she's still alive in the show. But he reaches out to Messaria, and she hires Blood and Cheese, and Blood and Cheese sneak their way into the castle and, and do the thing to Jaharis, I cannot remember the name of Helena's boy. She's got two boys, and the younger one lives because she actually chose that one because the older one was the heir, and so they do the other. It's 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 horrific. It's awful. It's going to be awful. And there had been a rumor that Son for a Son, the title of the first episode, or was alleged as the title of the first episode, and so that would point to the blood and cheese incident. We talked about that on a prior podcast. I wasn't sure that I bought it, but now that I've seen the shots in the trailer, I mean, it seems to me, and after I've read Dying of Dragons, you almost have to have it in the first episode, which will make it, you know, once again, what is it with George and with HBO where they just want to kill kids in the first episode of a se- uh, of a season i mean my god think of game of thrones throw bran out a window he didn't die but could have should have if it not been for divine intervention old god intervention and last season of house of the dragon kill a mother and a baby Right off in the first episode. Excellent. Life is hard in Westeros, man. I mean, I keep thinking, you know, how is this world even going to last to 2036 at the rate that it's going? But then I think, but I'd rather live here than in Westeros. Oh my God, that place is awful. So many kids dying. Awful. And, yeah... Uh, I believe that the shot of Helena in this trailer is her mourning her son. And, of course, we saw, I believe that would be Cheese, because I think Blood is supposed to be like this huge guy that just beats the crap out of everybody. Not quite the mountain size, but he's supposed to be a really big guy. And this guy didn't look like that guy. So I'm just assuming that he's the rat catcher. And that's Cheese that we saw on screen with Helena awful so we know that that's going to be happening before the battle of rooks rest we also might because it looks like there were some brackens in this trailer at least that one shot near the end looked like a a bracken type uniform so i didn't really look at the sigil that hard i'm sorry but does that mean that we're going to also get the battle of the burning mill I kind of hope so, because that one's kind of fun. And could that be Damon cutting somebody's head off at the end of that? Uh, that we also saw in the trailer. I mean, Damon could be cutting anybody's heads off. Or he could just be swinging a sword at a, at a, at a stone, because Damon's just crazy. But I feel like that that could be connected. Those two shots could be connected. And if we have Kristen Cole being graduated to Hand of the King, as occurs in the books because of Aegon not liking Otto's writing letters, is it possible that we might get... We didn't see any indication of it in this trailer, mind you, but I'm just wondering, will we get Aegon II spilling ink into Otto's lap and saying... Soon to run with swords, not quills. Spew blood, not ink. It's such a Joffrey thing to say. And Joffrey's my favorite villain of all time. But Aegon II doesn't even come close. He's just dumb. So, that's one of those things where I'm hoping that we get it just because I want everybody to hate Aegon even that much more, if they don't already. But, otherwise, he's a pretty sympathetic character to me. In fact, one of the things that I love about the show is the fact that they are really playing up the duality, the duplicity of every character on all sides. We got Eric, or maybe it was Eric. Now this is an interesting thing to me. Everybody's saying that you say Arik or Eric, and I'm not even sure if the show said Arik or Eric. Perhaps they did, and that's why we're, we're doing this. But I just recently listened to an audio book presentation of The Dying of Dragons, and Eric and Eric were pronounced exactly the same by that narrator. I think that was a joke and I tried to argue that last season when we all talked about season one and nobody was buying it and if I had the rights to be able to play the little snippet I would but you're going to have to go and investigate it for yourself I know that you have the audiobook version if you're here right now I know that you have the audiobook version how do you pronounce a-r-r-y-k And E-R-R-Y-K Eric and Eric Or do you say Arik and Eric Like the rest of my podcast hosts Who aren't here to argue with me right now So I can make my case Uninhibited Anyway Is that that battle between the two of them Where Kristen Cole tries to sneak For the sake of the show I'll say Arik Just to differentiate them uh, into Dragonstone as Eric, they end up getting into a fight and they end up killing each other, more or less. Well, declaring their love, according to Munskin, Muskin, Munskin, or maybe just fighting, according to Eustace. But I love the idea. Of them just beating the crap out of each other, saying, I love you, brother. I love you. I've got to kill you, but I love you. And somebody on the side saying, which one's Eric? And somebody else saying, they both are. That would make my day. Not going to happen that way, but that would make my day. Anyway, at least we got a shot of it. I believe that that is the Eric and Eric battle in uh, that we saw a shot of in this trailer that's going to happen beforehand too i suppose before again the battle of rook's rest anything else that might occur before that i don't know what about the dragon seed in the trailer was that adam i didn't really ever get a clear shot so i couldn't identify the actor I've heard people say that it's the actor that's playing Adam of Hall, so I'm going to take their word for it. But their head moves around so much, I'm not even sure I could have determined the sex of that person. But my eyes are bad, right? So don't take my word for it. You would love it if it was Nettles, but I don't think Nettles was cast, according to the reports that I've seen. And I think that's a big point of contention for people. However, that boat shot in there may be all the Dragon Seeds coming offshore on Dragonstone also. So let's see who is in that group of people before we start placing judgment on whether Nettles is in there or not, or whether Adam of Hall is in there, or who's in there. Only one shot of Corlys, by the way. You know, the hidden daddy of it all. And I suspect that that probably should, that shot is from after the Battle of Rook's Rest. He didn't look very happy, and I can only imagine that he's not very happy because he's blaming Rhaenyra for what happened to Rhaenys, right? So I'm pretty sure that the old sea snake's going to have a grumble grumble, and I think we saw at least part of that from that singular shot of him in the trailer. Anything else Will this be Otto Hightower's last season if he's retiring? No. No, Rhaenyra has to kind of take King's Landing and behead him herself, doesn't she? So we don't have to worry about that quite yet. Into season three, middle of season three. That might be likely. What else? I think I've covered everything that I wanted to cover. Once again, rest in peace, Princess Rhaenys, the queen who never was. Rest in peace, Melees. Kelly Underfoot's favorite dragon. Number one dragon in season one. No worries, I don't think this season that uh, Caraxes is going anywhere. That shot of of Syrax, and I believe it was Sea Smoke. I know that the... Dragonseed was probably looking at Sea Smoke. Which, if that's an indication of who that character was, then that would be Adam. However, I'm not sure who is standing opposite Rhaenyra in that shot at all, to be perfectly honest. It could be Adam. Maybe he's pledging to her. Maybe she's going to test his ability to actually ride a dragon. Maybe that's what that other shot of her flying her dragon was in the trailer, is she's uh, given whoever's riding this other dragon a little test. Can you really control your dragon? You think you got it? Let's take you out and make you do the parallel park in the pylons in the air. I think that that might be the case. Those are all my thoughts. There weren't many. There weren't any that were any good. But you stayed here, and I appreciate that. And if you want to share with me your thoughts, which will always be better than mine, because I didn't have to come up with them. So to me, your thoughts, no matter what they are, are always better than mine. No matter what. So send them to me. At the letter B, the number 4, the Dragon Pod on the site formerly known as Twitter, Twitter. You can use that same spelling on YouTube, youtube.com slash at the letter B, the number four, the Dragon Pod, and hit that like button for my video, or the dislike button. I mean, the algorithm gods just demand that you hit one or the other. It doesn't matter whether you hit the old gods, which is good, or the new gods, which is bad. doesn't matter to me but the gods demand that you hit like or dislike on those. And hit that subscribe button, because the gods demand it. Both sets of gods, old and new. Demand that you subscribe. Absolutely, you must subscribe if you are to be a loyal servant of the old gods or the new. And hit that notification bell if you want to know when the latest videos are coming out. I have somebody who would have been on this podcast if it had not been for other circumstances, <clears throat> John, <clears throat>, who would tell you to hit that s- s- notification bell, yo, because that's the way the young people say it, except I'm not young, so John and I are both going to drop the yo from now on. Instead, we're just going to say, hit that notification bell, and that way you get all of the notifications regarding when something new is coming on this feed. Come back to the YouTube feed. We'd really love it. And leave me written reviews and stars and all those other things on the audio podcast forums that you can. I realize it's getting harder and harder to do that kind of stuff. Uh, it seems like the phone apps keep making it more and more difficult to do it on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, but we're everywhere. So just keep downloading and staying subscribed where you are there if you're on our audio feed. Remember, we are an audio podcast that just does videos of our audio podcast. So we really appreciate you sticking around. Except for like, you know, the very beginning of this podcast where I did a little dance to a song. I mean, audio podcast will get the song. But if you really want to make fun of me, if you really want to have something to just see how dumb I am, watch me dancing to my own mix of that she will fix him at the beginning of this podcast. It won't be fun. It won't even be funny. But it'll give you a starting point, as if you needed one already. But it'll give you just yet another starting point to make fun of me. Take care. This is Matt. Bye.